0: Welcome to another episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvy, aka Danny, aka Mr. You Can Too. Have a super dope episode in store for you all today. I have one of my closest friends, Marty Mason, on the podcast. In today's episode, Marty and I dive into his definition of coaching, his definition of health, and how new experiences are such an important aspect of a person's growth and personal development journey. If you enjoy this episode, please feel free to share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. Please leave a review and a five-star rating. As always, you are so powerful and you are capable of creating Your Ideal 10 Life, and it absolutely starts with your belief that it can happen. Enjoy your day, finish up 2020 strong, and as always, you can too. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, you all are in for a special, special, special treat. I got my boy, my dog, my mans, my buddy, my brother, Marty Mason, aka The Movement Mason, in the building What I love about Marty so much, I mean, we met back in around the spring of 2016, so a little more than four years ago or so, is that Marty is a lifelong learner. This guy, since I met him, has been acquiring so much knowledge and applying that knowledge into newfound skills that he applies to himself, his clients, and all of his loved ones. I'm super proud of him to see his growth and development. Marty is a few years younger than me. I want to say Marty's at least like, how old are you now, Marty? 25. 25. So I was going to say Marty's about five years younger than me, but Marty's seven years younger than me. <laughs> but but I feel like we're, we're the exact same person. And what's so incredible about Marty is how he's blazed his own path and has taken all of the knowledge that he has and, has essentially formed like his own systems and even opened up his own facility with a buddy of his so I'm super excited to dive into that into our entire journey uh, Marty welcome to the show my brother
1: Danny thank you man that's a it's a pleasure knowing you and thank you for the beautiful introduction um, yeah man I've been listening to your podcast so finally on here actually my first podcast so
0: Ooh, let's, let's go! Let's
1: see how this goes.
0: <laughs> I, I've low key. I feel like my moniker is gonna be the um, the the podcast cherry popper. Right. <laughs> I like that. Cause I, I Like cause, that. Because I feel like I've had so many super dope people on my show that have never done podcasts before. Ah, So, right. so I, I'm I'm very honored to pop your cherry, Marty.
1: Dude, it's it's. <laughs> I I'm I'm humbled for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my God, man. Bro, take us back to like the spring of 2016 and when we first met and what that looked like.
1: Yeah, man. So um, I recall we were at the Hive Performance over in Davie. And that's uh, initially where the, the real coaching for me started. Um, I recall we were getting together for a meeting uh, a group meeting and we did the educational meets right with john sinclair over there so shout out to john yeah shout out john if you're listening to this man and uh i remember looking over and there was just something so welcoming man about your your face and your smile that you know i was immediately attracted to you and i was just like hey man like like what's up you know we, we hit it off and you know from there um that was the start of just like a beautiful journey of growth as far as um learning new perspectives and making ourselves vulnerable and then that even got to the point to where I was able to work with you and like you were coaching me and helping me through a lot of the, um, the ups and downs that come with, you know, just life, man. So that was, um, it was a beautiful beginning and great to still be in touch and to see you doing amazing things with your coaching. And I know we come from a similar place of love and unity. So
0: absolutely. Absolutely, man. It's crazy that, That was already four years ago. Like damn near almost pushing on five, right? You know, spring 2021 will be here right around the corner. And man, in the same way that you saw me as this like welcoming person, I felt the same way about you. And Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the special traits that we both share is that we are able to be open, vulnerable, welcoming, compassionate, and essentially have others be able to feel safe in our presence, which I think is... Super important. Um, I would love to have you explain your, about yourself a little bit more to the audience and, and let us know what you're about. I know, I know you're a coach, and you know, being a coach is such a wide ranging definition or concept. But I would love to hear your definition of what it is to be a coach and what your coaching style is today.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. So it. I didn't start off as a coach. I started off as a a trainer, right? And um, the intention was always very similar. It was how I can get people to better understand their bodies so that they can feel confident about themselves, which is pretty common for our our industry, right? A lot of people have made some results themselves and then wanted to make a career out of it. So um, it started off for me training, and I took a lot of my knowledge from um, marketing and entrepreneurship Early on as youth, um, my father was a self-made entrepreneur, you know, so he's run many different businesses from distribution to marble and granite companies to, um, you know, multiple things, but he's always done the marketing and the personal relationships, the PR, all that stuff on his own. So I felt at this point that I had enough experiential knowledge that, um, you know, I, I was questioning the whole school thing and I was about two years in when I considered that, um, you know, I'm just going to go all in with my business type of thing, right? So nice. yeah, as far as the trainer coach transition, man, it started off um, really when I realized like who was around me, like the environment was a big thing, right? So like mm-hmm. I saw myself in an environment full of other trainers, but then what um, what started to, to get at me, like, you know how sometimes over time like things irk us right and the things that sure. irk us are what propel us to create a change or to have an impact right like a, a separation factor if you will you know so one of the things that irked me was just hearing um simple solutions to what seemed like a complex problem right mm. uh being in in gym settings where people are like oh like my back hurts like oh and then i hear a simple solution where someone's like oh just change this you know it should be okay is that better they're like, oh, yeah, but for me, it was always asking the questions, that curiosity factor, like what what can I know more of that can put me in a position to be a better service to another human, right, um, without just going at the surface level. So that led to one thing, and then I found um, you know, the high performance over in Davey, and then I was able to get some mentorship from many great coaches, you being one of them, but with John Sinclair, Andy Hanley. And that really just opened me up to, oh, wow, there's a whole other world or perspective when it comes to training. There's recovery modalities. There's how I'm adapting to stress. How do I load my body in different positions, right? So this really just opened me up to that that whole realm. And then, um, you know, eventually just working with different people, it becomes, you know, like live case studies, you know, people we work with, okay, this person's completely different than the other what can I learn from them? How can I first create this, this, uh, communion and how I listen and how I provide this space. Mm. And then from there do enough research on my own to pick the, the most relevant information to, um, relay to them. Right. in a simple and easy manner. So yeah, man, it's, it's translated from, um, or evolved, I guess I should say from being a, a trainer to a coach and, um, you know, like now I see the type of work I do as uh, still coaching, but um, you know, I personally see myself in this world as a healer as someone who, well really, what, what I mean by that? I believe anyone who has healed themselves has the opportunity to heal other people, right? So yeah, for sure. Within that context, it's like, okay, like, like what's going on? You know it's allowed me to work with um, people just from many different walks of life, many different things going on. And from there, it's just really understanding what can, what does this person have going on that I may have uh, solved, but more so rather than looking at it like, okay, like I know the answer. It's like, what am I figuring out? What am I growing through with this person? What do I see in this person that they're having a hard time? Because at a quantum level, right, I think of healing as, all right, we have something going on in someone else, like that part of me really isn't healed until this person can overcome that. Right. So my, uh, perspective has gone from trainer to coach, to, to healer, just someone who coaches still at the same time, but it's realizing that sometimes I may have to wear a different hat. Sometimes the approach that we'll take will be a little bit different. So, mm. yeah, man, it's definitely been a, um, ever growing approach and just expanding the mind as always. And, you know, operating by the, uh, the words you know like really don't know anything we're just kind of doing this acting improv thing as we go and <laughs> you know just just making it happen but uh with the best educated guesses and um formulation of prior experience as possible
0: man i love that marty and you know to go from or experience this evolution of trainer to coach has been beautiful to see from my perspective of how you've been showing up to understand like okay people are coming to me marty as a as a trainer as a coach with these you know specific ailments or problems yet as a trainer you used to see so many little simple solutions that really didn't seem to get to the root cause of where these problems were coming from and mm-hmm. as opposed to maybe putting a little band-aid on it you're like okay how can i Look at this person from a 360 view, from everything, from how they're moving, how they're eating, how they're managing their stress, how they're spending their time. All these things that really make up a human being. And then from that lens, going out and getting more skills that allow you to help that person in their own unique individual way. Mm -hmm. One of the things that you spoke on that I really love is this idea of the wounded healer. Right, being a healer who wants to heal others, in part because of the own like your own struggles that you've gone through. Mm -hmm. With that being said, what are some of the things that you found that you had to heal from in order to become this wounded healer that's looking to help others?
1: Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, let's see what it was from the beginning. Um, Really, it was figuring out the reason why I was doing anything and everything, you know, like what, what, what is the root? And that's something that it's always going to really change with time. And, um, you know, a big part of that is delving into the other aspects, right? We have this physical body that we sit in, but for me, it was understanding how do I build a relationship with myself and God in a spiritual context? How do I understand how I'm showing up, um, in my etheric body and the information I'm putting out into the field around me and the things that I'm attracting into my life life. So, um, you know, really the, the wounds, the biggest ones that were healed really were like, number one, understanding, like, uh, the re why do I want to get my body physically in shape? I think that was the biggest one because it get got to a point for me where, all right. Uh, multiple injuries happen. Right. So like, I think the last straw I had was, uh, I was on a, ski trip and uh snowboarding right and uh, i ended up getting concussed you know took a pretty nasty spill wasn't wearing a helmet for some odd reason i guess i was better than a helmet teeth. ate the front lip and just caught myself you know so um that one was bad because when i looked in the mirror and then um i was trying to figure my stuff out i'm like yeah my neck is not in the right position like let me let me heal from this you know so yeah. Part of it really like what initiated it was like I told you uh, hearing it from other people but then trying to figure that out for myself. So I'm like okay like obviously the things I'm doing right now are like way too strenuous like what's level one to this and then how can I um, look to people and ask the questions to the people who have me been in that situation and got themselves out of it right. So um, yeah it started just understanding like okay how can I get my own body better and then from there, moving into the space of, you know, what are my thoughts? Like, this is when, when I met you, coincidentally, right? So you definitely helped open my mind into the the whole visualization aspect. And this was probably, like, 2017, like, 2018-ish, you know? So taking that whole journey of realizing, like, okay, like, I can decrease the clutter in my mind if I can start to speak on some of these matters, if I can write some of these matters down, if I can have these in conversations, mutually shared with other people, right? So Mm -hmm. that, uh, that holistic approach started to kick in. And that's where I felt more, more at home with like, okay, this is a path that I can see myself continuing on, right? So a few of the biggest ones were really just like understanding my own body first. And then from there, understanding who's around me, right? Who are the people that I want to listen to? Who are the people that are Doing, doing things, not things in the matter of just for the sake of doing them but more so like, um, really standing out in terms of character traits and the way that they show up for others, you know? So that's what, um, well, my path has been up to this point, man, as far as, you know, we talk about just like healing ourselves. I think speaking, listening, tapping into all of these, uh, senses, right? Like how can we become super sensible? Like our sense is so finely attuned, that I can really understand what's going on within this vessel and then how to um, relay that info to others, you know?
0: Mm, I love that Marty going from this, this spot for where you're like, okay, I need to physically make a change and then seeing how eventually you needed to, or that you got the opportunity to see how your thoughts get to change. Your mentality gets to change how you work with your emotions, fully expressing yourself, listening, Mm -hmm. What have you found to be like, say, you know, everyone is a beginner in my mind, right? When it comes to anything, right? right? Mm -hmm. What would you say or offer to someone listening who is a beginner to say like mindfulness or wanting to work on their mental, emotional fitness? What type of information or advice would you give them?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. So, um, yeah, as far as being a beginner in anything, I, I think that right there is is my advice. It's how, if there has been a duration in between you starting something new or having a new experience, asking yourself the question, what is a new experience that I would like to have, right? Mm. Um, so for me, it's like, I like to think of, you know, how we're constantly trying to create new connections and a better interpretation of the world is, um, you know, what are some things you're interested in? What are some things that you've always wanted to do or that you have seen other people do and you, you thought, hey, like, why not let me have a crack at it? I think those experiences are the ones that are going to literally change the the structure of our brain's connection to our body. But it's also going to allow us to see ourselves in a different light. And it inherently provides excitement, right? So like, what better way to break up the monotony to than to do something spontaneous, right? Not to say go out there and like go jump out of a plane, like if <laughs> if you if you're not if you're scared of heights, you know, it might be like a step before that. But who knows? Like you as a person, you're going to understand like what steps need to be taken. But um, yeah, for me it's always been new experiences, man. Like, if it's not a new experience, it's a new environment. How can I travel? How can I um, speak with someone new in a different matter that on a different matter that i may have been closed off to or unaware of right so i think there's so many different ways to really be a beginner um that the average person would stray away from in fear of looking like a beginner right mm. so I, I really think that um that exposing yourself you know what i mean like getting out like doing something like something that's gonna make you look stupid sometimes you know but There's definitely power in that because, you know, you can look back at, back at it at a time like now and just be like, oh, that was funny. I remember when that happened, you know?
0: Oh my goodness. That's so powerful. Like, I love this idea of, you know, essentially I I call it like being okay with being messy or Mm -hmm. being okay, understanding that your growth, your transformation is going to come with, you know, its ups and downs, right? With its lumps. Mm -hmm. And I, I think understanding that and being okay with that is such a powerful tool in transcending whatever it is that a person is not doing or is afraid to do. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's so much of this looking good conversation that we grow up with, especially as we become adults where we are afraid to look vulnerable. We are afraid to look inexperienced. We are afraid to look like we don't know what we're doing and to me, like it's all BS. Like who, who taught us that we were supposed to look perfect or that we're supposed to have everything figured out. Right. right. The, the way that I look at life now, very similar to you is have these new experiences, like go into a new environment, have these different conversations because that's how we grow. We grow by exposing ourselves to new things. And a new thing doesn't have to be something super crazy like, oh, I'm going to travel halfway across the world or, you know, I'm going to drop myself in, you know, an environment that I'm scared of. It could be something as simple as going online and looking at, you know, researching the opposite viewpoint that you have, right? right? It can be as simple as picking up a book that is in a subject that maybe you don't understand, but like you're kind of intrigued in and you want to see what that's about. And it doesn't have to be, you know, super expensive. It doesn't have to be, you know, taking up all this amount of time, but it does get to be something that's different and could even be uncomfortable.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing, uh, new was ever formed in comfortable circumstances, you know, constantly getting Mm. outside the comfort zone and seeing what we could do. That's, that's new. And, you know, puts a little bit of that, uh, picante sauce on life you know hey hello let's make it a little little spicy
0: (laughs) put a little ha right up on top of it yeah well well you know what's great about that what we can transition right into Mm -hmm. i know that's something that you're doing right now because you just opened up your new facility and creating a new environment and a new experience for yourself and others like please man fill myself and the listeners in on what you're currently up to
1: yeah absolutely So the facility that was just opened in August of this year, 2020, August 15th, actually, is called the IQ Movement. So the IQ Movement, what it is, it's a facility where we're here to get people ready for life, right? We do training that can be translated and transferable to the moment you step outside the door because the awareness that you have and the awareness that you're going to gain in here, not only from yourself, but from the living testimonies around you, are going to allow you to operate in a different, a different state, right? So IQ, uh, really what it was, I mean, we were birthed out of necessity, I like to say, because, you know, obviously March this year, uh, gyms shut down, places that I was um, housing my clients out at as an independent contractor. Uh, closed down. So, you know, what's next? Like, hey, let's get outside, right? Like, the sun's going to help combat whatever virus is existing. Like, let's, let's focus more on the health. So IQ was born literally, like, at the beginning of COVID, um, about the first month in, my uh, partner, Jesus Garcia, who I'm here with now at the facility, um, we had this conversation. We like, man, like, we're going to open it up, like, six months from now, you know, like, l- let's do it. Let's put all our focus and energy this thing's going to manifest, it's going to come up. But um, it really came from a place of like, how can we just get people to number one, like create this community of wanting to show up and understanding like how to move their bodies better, right? So um, a big part of that is, you know, when you come in here, you, you're not going to feel like you're, you walked in the gym, like we have our greeting area, like very relaxed vibes, like very much so about the the plant life you know like what's going on around us like how do we Mm. how do we take care of things right if i can't take care of something else how what does that say about myself right so Mm. like the the visual of, of you know what i'm trying to paint for the listener of like what they can expect like you know when you see this place it's really just like welcoming like we want we don't want people to be turned away like a typical gym setting where it's like all right, like there may be this intimidation factor, like there's so many different starting points where you can begin, or it doesn't even really have to be that. So IQ is, you know, number one, like having conversations, like, like, what's gone on for you in your past? How do we um, begin to formulate new perspectives? And how can we connect in a way that allows us to start to shed some of this old skin, right? So Quite literally evolving the body and uh, some of the techniques we we use to get there we do the the meditative work we do the breath work we do boxing we do um functional patterns which is a, a system of training essentially to teach the body how to better integrate its neurology right so the connection we have from our brain to our muscle and um in a way that it's very rooted And um, my viewpoint is like Eastern philosophy, right? So it's understanding how do the meridians of my body move energy through this conduit as a circuit, right? How do I get grounded? How do I breathe? How do I understand where my body is in space, right? So from a biomechanical perspective, we can start to teach the body some of these things. But then at the end of the day, like the most important aspect is how do we translate that right so translating it over Mm -hmm. to sport right um do you have a past as an athlete like i I know you do right football so it's how how can we translate this to football how can we help people prevent things that may have happened to us as far as like an injury you know for me um my background's in basketball and baseball so taking things and concepts that are literally relative and applicable across the board to anything right so like the way i like to see it's like throwing a punch isn't that different from throwing a ball, right? Mm -hmm. There are many things that are very similar. So if we can begin to look at the similarities as opposed to the differences, we can start to make these big changes in our body. And um, just how we say the mind has a large influence over the body, which is where I like to start, right? Seeing where someone's head is at um, through my work with people and just like we say, like case studies and being able to work in a uh, a safe environment and learning more about the human body and anatomy and like how biological systems work, it's also the opposite. It's understanding like how we can get the body to have a quantum change on the mind, right? How can we put Mm -hmm. our body in different positions that'll allow us now to see the world in a different view? Um, Yeah, man. So it's really just, it's all encompassing what we do here. It's uh, coaching, it's boxing, it's movement at the highest level. And really just understanding as well, like, what, what am I putting in my body? We talk about nutrition, but that's not just the, the food I'm eating. It's the information that is coming into my vessel and then the information I'm putting mm-hmm. back out. So it's really just building a sense of awareness for anyone who, you know, may have not been coached in the past or maybe have um, to say, like, wow, okay, this is, this is a, a little different. But not for the sake of being different, more so just – how can I grow in this space and feel like I would like to contribute more, not only to myself, but to those around me? So IQ is uh, is that, man. It's literally like preparing ourselves for the world training.
0: Mm, I love that. I love it. I mean, it sounds like IQ is a special place of community, a, pl- a special place of brotherhood and sisterhood where people are coming together together to be the best version of themselves, not only in a, in a physical space, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, mm-hmm. like understanding that, hey, when one person grows and gets better, we all get better. And it starts with the self. Like, I, I really, really do appreciate that. And I love that you're creating or co-creating mm-hmm. an environment that's really rooted in your vision for the world right? Mm-hmm. It's very much rooted in how you believe a facility should look. And that's based off of your past experience. So I'm I'm super, like really just so happy for you, Jose, you know, Chad, Danny, you know, Laura, just just everyone involved, right? All the people that I know. Cause there's some amazing, amazing people there. And if you live in the Fort Lauderdale area or South Florida in general, please be sure to check them out because it is a super special place. And You know, the place is only as special as the people involved. So I definitely put my name behind that space.
1: Thank you, Danny. That's much appreciated, man.
0: No, 100%, brother, 100%. Man, I want to ask you as well, because we we touched on it a little bit, right? Talking about like coaching and health. Mm -hmm. I would love to know what your definition of health is.
1: Yeah, health. It's a big word. Big five-letter word. Huge. (laughs) Is it five letters? H-E-A-L-T-H. Six. Big six-letter word. It's
0: so big that they couldn't even spell it with five letters. (laughs) Add a six-one.
1: Damn right. The H is silent, I think, right?
0: Something silent in there.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yeah, man. So um, health, my definition of health, um, really it has to do with how can I get back to a sense of normalcy um, after exploring different ends of a spectrum. So it's understanding, like given all of life's circumstances, anything that can be thrown at me, right? It is more about the reaction to the thing that has happened rather than the thing itself. And that's, I I believe is a firm foundation for any aspect, whether you look at nutrition wise, whether you look at it as movement within the body, whether you look at that as your thoughts on a day to day basis, what are you stretching to? And then what can you get back to as a sense of, okay, like I went here, what can I take from that experience, right? So um it's really about to me understanding like in terms of like uh, order, I guess you could say like number one, understanding how to manage everything that is on my plate in life, right? So that can be uh, my relationships, that can be what are the, the foods going into my body, that can be... What is my regiment movement-wise? What are my past considerations from injuries? How do I manage all of these things and begin to look a little bit deeper to them? And then the second one is adding layers of complexity to that, right? Once I have understood that, what can I do next to start to challenge the level that I'm currently at, right? Now that I have all these things well taken care of, what's an experience that's going to push me a little bit further so that I can create a new baseline if you will right so health for me it's about adaptation and understanding our body's response to stress and the different types of stress right because there's not just one and sometimes stress gets a bad rep but um it's understanding we do have good stress on the body we do have bad stress but what is good or bad even mean when it's all relative right it's yeah, understanding sure. just hey it is what it is you know so um, yeah, just getting back to that, that normal, like, uh, you know, the thing people like to say nowadays, like, I can't wait to get back to normal, you know, like a new, normal, <laughs> a, a new normal. I'm like, like, okay, like, what does that mean? You know? <laughs> right, right,
0: right, right, right. De- definitely a lot of, uh, funny little terms and things that have gone on during this time. Yeah. But bro, I-, I love that definition of health. Like the way that I interpreted what you said is essentially one, like an awareness of like what's currently on my life plate in terms of movement, nutrition, you know, relationships, stress, things of that nature, like what's on my plate. And then how do I bring whatever's on my plate back to balance to where it's almost like I'm at this equilibrium where I am almost at peace or like I I have like this confidence or I feel very much involved and in control of those facets. Right. Mm -hmm. And then once you get to that point, it's adding these layers of complexity to essentially give yourself like a bigger plate or a new plate or a more shiny plate or whatever it might be mm-hmm. right yeah so I think that's beautiful like for people to understand like hey, one, be aware of what's on your plate. two, be able to manage all the things on your plate. And three, if you so if you do so choose like make your plate a little bit more like, complex you know what i'm saying like add some greens in there add some different you know grass-fed meats on there that maybe you haven't had before like make it a little more complex yeah and then eventually that's going to become like you know your new quote-unquote normal plate and then it's like boom how do i grow from that how do i make that more complex yeah and and that resonates a lot for me because i'm all about evolving right i feel like as myself as a human being I can look back and I'm extremely proud. And this is something I struggle with, actually like celebrating myself and acknowledging myself. Mm -hmm. But I can actually look back now and be super proud of the trials, the tribulations, how I've overcome, you know, a bunch of different things, how I've been able to grow into the person that I am right now. And now with that newfound knowledge and understanding, it's like, okay, Now, with all those lessons, I get to transform and become an even higher version of myself. And I used to struggle and think like, ah, oh, like, does personal development ever end? Like do I ever get there? Mm-hmm. When am I gonna reach enlightenment? Right. <laughs> Where in reality to me, the way I look at it now is that I'm I'm constantly gonna be evolving. Like it's almost like I'm I'm constantly unfolding. Mm-hmm. And I got that that idea from Michael Beckwith who we we're talking about a little bit Uh, Earlier before we hopped on the podcast Mm -hmm. And he speaks how Life is just this big Huge like unfolding Where it's like we unfold one part of our life And then we just unfold Another one and then unfold and unfold And there's just so much learning That happens during that process And I really enjoy it And I think that gives me uh, A huge sense of purpose It allows me to stick to my mission And to be really really grounded in who I currently am and, and who I want to become in the future. So I appreciate you sharing that with us, Marty.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. The constant evolution and, again, um, how how can we start to just ask these questions and get in connection and flux with people, you know, new people that have maybe experienced these things that, you know, that we're, uh, we're looking to achieve or accomplish. And, you know, one of my favorite exercises for that, you actually – walked me through, um, was probably two, three years ago, but doing visualization, you know, like sitting there, like, what is your 10 day look like? I, I, I hear you say it, um, you know, and, and embody that, but really just understanding like, okay, like if I can sit here for 10 minutes and visualize how I want things to pan out, that's already setting up this, this energetic wave in your thought and where the training comes in is now let's, Let's see how we can heighten our awareness. Let's see how we can heighten our senses, our sense of smell, our sense of listening, our auditory, our our tongue, you know, with eating, um, tactile feel, hands, eyes, you know, all these different things. And how many different environments and contexts can we get them in? So, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's been a pleasure just working with you. And even though we're in different places now, like we still catch up like it's, Like we've, um, you know, just picking up right where we left off.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I think that speaks into our friendship and our connection that we can have some time go by and then, you know, pick up the ball. Like nothing had ever happened or like no time has transpired. So uh, I really appreciate that, my guy.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man.
0: So Marty, where can all the listeners find you, uh, physically and online and all of that good stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah. So physically we are in Fort Lauderdale, so we're off uh, South Dixie Highway and um, Sunrise. So uh, the IQ movement is the name of the facility, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, East Sunrise, and uh, online you can find me. Uh, my handle has changed recently to um, embody the IQ movement, so it is martin.mason.iq is the handle for Instagram. Um, the IQ Movement website is theiqmovement.com. You guys could check us out on there as well. And um, yeah, oh, one more exciting thing I wanted to, to share about that that we didn't really tap into is, uh, you know, I see a, a future and what we're doing, right? And how this coalesces with the environment and, and plant life and animal life, really. Um, as of recently, I've been able to adopt a new dog and I I really feel like dog training and getting dogs healthy is going to be the the future way too, man. It's like the wave of getting people, dogs are only going to be as healthy as their owners, right? And dogs are my passion. So it's, if we can get people healthier and make them more aware of the choices that they make with their own bodies, how does that translate into pet life? Right. And then we just have this huge collective of healthy people healthy animals and plants and then you know who knows what happens from there
0: (laughs) damn i love that bro so roxy got a buddy
1: yeah roxy got a buddy yeah his name is uh dutch but uh he's undergoing his healing process so i'm assigning him a new name as soon as he's uh he's on the verge probably like january 1st when the ball drops i'll probably assign him his new name
0: Nice that's amazing so I can't say past the dutch that's all right. yeah. it'll
1: be like past the diego
0: <laughs> hey diego diego diego, diego. Names. i love it i love it yeah. man that's awesome man it sounds like you're creating like a like a sanctuary for for all living things right all sentient beings Yes. which i think is amazing and bro fucking people love dogs so yeah. myself included so i can only imagine how much that is gonna make your community that much more desirable Mm -hmm. and yeah you brought on a good point i think that you can only help someone or something else be as healthy as you're healthy Mm -hmm. so if you have a, a pet and you know say you're feeding yourself you know mcdonald's and popeyes like i'm not here to judge you like do you it's your life right but then like your dog is probably eating like kibbles and bits and stuff like that which is the equivalent of mcdonald's for us so yeah you know feed feed your animal the highest quality uh diet you can and yeah marty i'm gonna be in the market for a dog um 2021 so i'll be adopting soon and love that yeah definitely bring them over with uh with roxy and future diego
1: yeah absolutely (laughs) future diego yeah man dude that will be awesome to have you here and uh you know, just seeing how we can apply the same concepts to, to dogs. I'm happy to share. Hell
0: yeah. Well, we might have to do that for our next episode.
1: Oh, I like that. I like that. Dog lovers, mm-hmm. tune in. And then maybe eventually, uh, maybe Chad will. I, I like cats, but they're not my thing as much as dogs. But I know Chad's got some cats. So maybe we'll get Chad on there and uh, he could do yeah, some yeah. cat training. <laughs>
0: yeah cat people are interesting and they get to have love too so yeah shout out to all the cat people out there for sure you guys are loved. hell yeah and shout out to my guy Chad. that's my guy i gotta catch up with him i have to get him on a podcast for sure
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right my brother i appreciate you i love you thank you for sharing all of your light and knowledge with all of us and everyone listening please 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 check out my man marty he's a wealth of knowledge he is a ball of light a ball of love and I'm sure you can get a lot from him.
1: Thank you, Alvi. It's been a pleasure, man.
0: My pleasure, brethren.